Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday night time, prayer, prayer time together. It's good to have you back. It's good that you're joining us on this Wednesday night to pray together. There's a lot to cover here at our church at Everett Hills Baptist Church here in Maryville, Tennessee. And this is getting to the end of January. And at the end of January, we start looking towards February. And the month of February is our month that we set aside for fasting and prayer. Each year, we look through some things to help us be able to refocus our hearts and our souls and our mind on the Lord again. And so today we want to start that process with you as we get ready for this month of February, the fasting and praying together. I want to uh, show you about uh, a book that we're going to probably be using called Return to Holiness. And this book is a great book. It's been a, meant a lot to me. Every few years I walk through it to try to look at my life and see how if there's things that's crept into my life that I need to get out to get my life more attractive with the Lord wants it to be. Or just to remind me of things I need to continue to work on an everyday basis that makes me stronger in my Christian faith. And so tonight, what I'd like to do is I want to go over just a section of this book with you to kind of set the stage. Because there's different things in our life that creeps in. And there's different sins that creeps in too. And one is the sin of attitude. How we actually express ourselves to others. How we're not living with this understanding that God is truly who he is. Uh, that he is the high and lifted up one. And each day of our life, how we carrier the attitudes in our heart reflects how much we love and serve him and how much we trust that he's taking care of us and if we fail to trust the lord or get our minds off of him our attitudes usually change and it does not re reflect christ in any way sometimes in such a bad way that people don't even believe that we're believers or christians and so we have to really hone into what lord wants us to do to live each day with such a view of him our attitudes, the way that we express our concerns, it's all covered with the grace of God and the truth of God, and it helps us be able to show to the world that we love the Lord and we trust in Him. And so uh, we're going to get there in just a moment. I do want us to be mindful of people that need our prayers tonight, especially the uh, Gilbert family. I know that Eddie and Wilma would appreciate your prayers. Wilma's home now in hospice, and she's getting closer to seeing her uh, Lord and Savior each and every day. So keep, continue praying for her. Also for Linda and Jim Hickey. Uh, Linda has lost her brother uh, in, to cancer. And they're going to be going there in the next few weeks to pay their respects. But this is not just the only sibling that Linda's lost this year. She's lost uh, three, actually, siblings this year. And so we need to continue to pray for her and her family. Also continue to pray for other folks that are having some issues. I know that Preston would love to Help, help you pray for his family. His mom's come home now, and she's struggling a little bit too, and uh, she might be heading towards a place of hospice maybe in the future. Hopefully not, but uh, she needs your prayers uh, also. So we got a lot to pray about, a lot to be thankful for. God's been moving in a powerful way in our church family. Uh, also, uh, one more big prayer request. Uh, Linda Heaton and Alan Heaton are, are going, Alan's going to go in procedure tomorrow, so please pray for him. And so I just want to thank you for your prayers for one another. And then just what God's been doing here, it's been an amazing thing. Uh, he's been continuing to let us repair a building and get some renovations done. And ministry is going on every single week. And people in the community is noticing that from our prayer tents to our hospitality hill. Just people being faithful about sharing Jesus. And so continue to realize God has called us to make a difference to the world. And so we're going to pray together and then we'll lead you to this, to this section on attitude uh, of sin of attitude and that we need to realign our hearts to Christ. So let's pray together. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for this night that we get to come together as a church and just pray for one another. I want to pray for all our shut-ins. I know they want to be out and about, and they cannot be there. I, I think about other folks that I know that I just love to see, but because of this coronavirus, they can't be with us. And I can name a lot, but tonight my heart is stirred towards uh, praying for my friends and the faith here at church, especially for those that would love to be here in their sanctuary and cannot be here. I, I just want to continue to pray for... Uh, dear Lord, our, the ones that are having relatives and, and, and loved ones or spouses that are sick as well, and they're tonight they're home thinking about them, and so continue to be gracious and kind to them. Do want to pray for Linda as she is uh, grieving the loss of her brother, and I also want to pray that you'll be with Linda Heaton and also Alan, as Alan's going in for a procedure tomorrow. And also, once you continue to be with uh, Eddie, Eddie and Wilma as they're home, at, she's on hospice and show your kindness and grace towards them. Uh, also, uh, be with John Franklin and Betty Franklin tonight, dear Lord. I know John would love to be here, uh, but because of the coronavirus, he cannot be. And so I love and appreciate that family, their inspiration to me. So my heart is uh, thinking about them tonight also. Father, we want to thank you again for all your blessings, what you're doing in the church and how you're providing and how you're making us be a, uh, letting us be a difference to the world and, and letting us have uh, your grace upon us. So thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so in this passage, in this book, there is a passage on the sin of attitude. And here's what it says, and it's very important to us. As God examines our lives, he not only views our outward actions, he especially watches the attitude behind them. Indeed, many times, how someone says something carries almost as much weight as what they actually say. God is deeply focused on the attitude of our heart. In a very real sense, everyone has an attitude or a spirit about them. Ask God to clearly open your eyes to, your, to the heart attitudes within. So the idea is, Lord, show me if I'm, I'm living with the right attitudes for my fellow brothers and sisters in the faith, my other people that live in this world that are not brothers and sisters in the faith. How do I carry myself each and every day in such a way that I'm bringing glory and honor to you? Revelations 3, 15 and 16 says, I know the works that you are neither cold, cold or hot. I would thou work cold. I would want you to be cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. It is clear that God desires a fervent and passionate love from His children. In fact, the attitude of lukewarmness literally uh, means that uh, we are not living up to what God wants us to live up to. We must understand that the root of all sin is a lack of fervent love for Christ. The very root of sin is the love and worship of self over God. And so to get our hearts aligned, again, is not to uh, put our, ourselves first, but put God first. And we put God first, then we really know how to love ourselves as well because we're loving God first and that shows us about who our maker is and who formed us and shaped us. And that gives us a clearer, better picture of how we should see ourselves, not so prideful or, or haughty in spirit or it's all about me, but it's about glorifying God. And then it, and it comes down to us and it gives us joy and peace and purpose and meaning and value. And so there's some questions to reflect on. Can you truly categorize your love and service to God as passionate? Is God in his service the burning priority of your life. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your zeal for Christ? Are you on fire for prayer? Are you deeply excited about Bible study, witnessing, serving God? 
Was there a time you loved and served God more fervently than now? If you sense any lukewarmness, honestly confess this sin to God. Only the Holy Spirit can grant you pure burning love for Jesus. Pray in faith for God to give you a heart that burns with passion for Him. If you're sincere, He will forgive and give you a brand new heart. In Ezekiel 36.26, it talks about that. And then in 1 Peter 5.5, 5, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And in Psalms 51.17, A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Pride is subtle, sin so easily overlooked. Perhaps the worst form of pride is the attitude of spiritual complacency that sees little need for cleansing and growth in our own and one's own life. True revival always begins with deep humility and brokenness over sin. And then he references 2 Chronicles 7.14, which is that passage of scripture said, If my people call by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways and repent of their sins. I will hear from heaven and heal their land. And so just pause with me for a moment as we pray together about our own attitudes and our own desire to know God. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come here humbly tonight. We want to say, help us desire you more every single day. Help us be like a deer that pants for the water, that longs for you, dear Lord, the same way that we, dear Lord, long for you like that deer that pants for water. In the same way of thirsting and, and wanting to be near you and, and just it's life-giving. And so, Father, we want to be living each day, uh, loving you, serving you, and desiring to be with you. Help us not to be lukewarm, Father, but let our attitude be an attitude of getting up each morning excited about our relationship with the living God. The relationship that's brought to us by uh, knowing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and having the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, and directing us. So, Father, help us tonight. Forgive us, Father, of our sins. Forgive us of our sin of our attitude, dear Lord, not wanting to know you as much as we should. Help refire and rekindle our heart just to long for you. In Jesus' name, amen. And so I'm going to end with these last questions of reflection and pray with you one more time and we'll close for night. Do you think yourself quite spiritual? Do you often criticize and judge others? Are you frequently trying to set others straight? Do you spend daily time allowing God to deeply search your life, or do you feel you need little cleansing? Are you truly broken and contrite over your shortcomings, or do you think, oh well, no one is perfect? Are you deeply hungry to see a mighty move of God, or are you somewhat complacent? Do you come across as having a holier-than-thou attitude? If you feel that you have nearly arrived and need little growth, you're guilty of the worst form of spiritual pride. God hates self-righteousness. It's spiritual complacency. Immediately confess and forsake the sin of pride. Believe Christ for a spirit of genuine humility and contriteness of heart. Philippians 2, 3, and 4 says, Let nothing be done through strife or, or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man uh, on his own things. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So look towards and help the other person more than you want to help uh, yourself. And so that's a good question, right? Uh, you know, do you feel like you don't need any work in your life? Well, we all do. I'm the pastor here, but I know for a fact that I need work every single day of my life in the Lord. That each day is a growing process for me. And each day is a day I can grow closer to the Lord and learn more about Him and learn about things I need to reshape in my life so I can be more like the image of Jesus Christ, my Savior and Lord. 
So if you don't mind, join me in prayer as we pray for this, that the Lord will continue to help us have an attitude of humility and an attitude of growth. Father, let us be humble in spirit and let us be able to learn from you and seek you and know you and, and grow each day. Never feel like, dear Lord, let us feel like we have arrived in such a way that we have all spiritual knowledge and truth. Because, Father, so much of you we need to know more. You want us to learn about you. We have Why we have eternity? Eternity, we will still know everything about you in all eternity because there's so much to know about you. So, Father, let us have that attitude of knowing that we can learn and grow and mature in our faith each and every single day of our life. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this small little bit of time together tonight as we just spend this moment just to reflect on our own lives. And I pray that we take it into February, that we continue to look at what God wants to do in us and as a church as a whole, but that we be able to have this time of fasting and prayer and spiritual renewal and looking at things to like spiritual checkups to help us be able to see our lives and in a perspective, am I doing okay? Do I need to grow in this? Do I need to... Uh, learn how to love Lord here more, or is there things in my life I need to change to get my life more in line with what God wants me to be? And also delight that God loves us and is changing us and, and shaping us in the form of the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. So everyone have a great night. God bless you. Go in peace. <music>